Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Why, I didn't see you there. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> we, we remember how to do this. Yep, this is, yep, we're, we're good, we're limber, we're ready to roll. Uh, I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast. And while we wait for December and the premiere of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6, Stone Ocean, we thought we would have a little... Premiere of our own today with a certain little movie called Promare. Oh yeah, a premiere. A premiere. 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 Yeah, yeah, I like. I hate okay. it. I hate yeah, it so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. we want to get back. So, um, long weekend in Western Australia this weekend, and I was like, "Hey Nick, long weekend. Do you want to watch a movie?" And he was like, "Sure. What should we watch?" And then we didn't talk about it for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're here. So then, day of recording, we were like, "What should we watch?" Oh, um, well, I happen to remember that I had a list of suggestions from some of our uh, Twitter fans. Uh, Premier was suggested by uh, RKAA, the same person who runs our Out of Context Twitter account, which I am still in love with mm-hmm. because it's our own content. Yeah, we love it. We love to see it in our mouths. Exactly. So, um, Promare is the movie that I thought Fire Force was. Even though Fire Force is A, not a movie, and B, not this movie. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the Studio Trigger mech movie about firefighters and pyrokinetics. So this feeds into MechWatch 2021 of quite nicely. Quite, uh, quite nicely fits that criteria and mm. is also by the same studio, Studio Trigger, as the other entry of MechWatch 2021, Tenkan Topper Gurren Hell yeah. Um, what to say about this movie? So I think we were both caught off guard by everything in this film. Why don't I start us with the IMDb summary? Oh, do we have an editor's note? Or a... a, a, a Not that a, I've researched. A producer's quote of some kind? We've got some trivia. <gasps> Hit me with the trivia. Do you want the storyline first? I guess. Hit me with... Okay, so we, when we looked this up online, you immediately saw, oh, it's about a firefighter. I don't know how I feel. And I went, no, no, That's no. That's not what I said. You've, I never said that. No, you were like, oh, firefighter. And I went, no, no I keep wasn't. reading. Yes, you were. You absolutely were. You saw on You're the screen. You're making this up. You saw on the screen, you saw, oh, firefighter. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. It was right there. Nick's was... gaslighting me. He's gaslighting oh. you. He's cancelled. That's it. Nick's, I'm out. Nick's a girl boss. <laughs> uh, a futuristic firefighting mecha service is created to protect the world. Is that it? That's it. That <laughs> is not what happens in this movie. Thanks, That IMDb. is what happens in the first two minutes of this movie. And the rest of the movie is fucking bonkers. The film is inspired by the Hikeshi, fire, firefighting groups organised in ancient Japan to, due to frequent fires taking place. Hmm. Is that what uh, he... He keeps talking about how yeah. his um, spear his or whatever... Uh, is inspired by the Far Eastern the, Island firefighting culture. Even though I assume that they're in Japan right now, but who knows? There's just no way to know. There's the no world way was ravaged by fire for so long that we forgot mm. about countries. Exactly. There were no more borders now, only people yeah. and fire. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the and that even that border is torn down by the end of the movie. <laughs> okay. So Nick. Yes. Um Promare. Promare. I would say that <laughs> There is too much of this movie. <laughs> Look, the movie went for two hours. Yeah. The entire time you it was You could have trimmed going, it down to a tight 90, I think. Yeah, the entire time I was like, oh, so it's only a 90-minute film, you're like, two hours. Oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so so there's this guy. He's like a real sort of uh, jo- Jonathan Joestar type. <laughs> if there was one character I would describe him as, it would be Kamina from Teppan Tong and Gurren Lagan. Yeah, that's what that game um, Joe's called. He has the same hair... No, he doesn't. The same style. Yeah. And he doesn't same... wear a shirt. That's what you mean. Yes. <laughs> and he wears very baggy pants this time Because he's around. a firefighter. Mm, and they're high vis. Yeah. And he has one arm that has like high vis Look, on it as I've well. I've got a cousin who became a firefighter in the past 12 months. And mm. let me tell you, it's exactly like this. <laughs> it's mechs all the time. You hop in your mech, you go fight some fires. And you fight some evil fire wizards who maybe aren't so different from you after all. <gasps> are you are you telling me that the people that start fires are the same misunderstood Guys, people? Arsonists. They're just like you and me. <laughs> we're gonna get so cancelled for this. <laughs> no, we're not. Well, I will. Apparently I gaslit you. Yep, you gaslit me, you gatekept me, you gold busted me. Oh man. Um yeah. So, I don't know. Pro Mare. Pro Mare. So, okay, let's take this bit by bit. John. 
right? We start the movie with a regular everyday, like... Life. Exposition. The frustrations of life. Yeah, there's a guy on a train. Traffic. There's a guy in a car. Just someone being abused by their... Domestic abuse is happening. And then all of them... Just explode into fire. Mm -hmm. One person is getting flamed online, which I thought was a nice touch. Mm, I thought that was quite funny. Mm. They're all in stressful situations. And then like pink fire starts to shoot out of their eyes and mouths. And then the whole world seems to catch a light. And we learn about the great blaze. Uh, We learn that people who can make fire. And control fire. Spurt from their hands are known as the burnish. Yeah, they're the burnish. The fucking burnish. And there's there's a rogue terrorist group called the mad burn. Who whose aims like we become very familiar with, but <laughs> for now, no one knows. Yeah. They're just mad terrorists mm-hmm. who are burnish. And they, they hate us because we're free. Yeah, so we learn that the burnish are subjugated. It's basically this whole it's, it's the same problem with like the X-Men as an analogy for um racism, racism or homophobia or whatever yeah. where where the the metaphor doesn't quite stand up on account of the fact that these people frequently burst into flames so therefore present an actual real physical threat. Mm. But still, <laughs> like you can trust them. It's like they they know not what they do, you know. Um yeah, so then we like the, we are introduced to burning rescue. Ooh, got my phone. We're introduced to the team of Burning Rescue, a sort of sci-fi mech firefighting force. A ragtag team and of individuals. Like, you know, it's it's very sort of anime team archetypes uh, to the extent that I thought they would be in the movie much more than they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're not in this film that much at <laughs> you all. Got, you got Lucia, who's like a sort of... Young, she, she's the computer girl. Yeah, she's the young She drives the drones. Lady. Yeah, uh, she's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Ignis is the leader. Yeah. He's, he's older. He's got a moustache and sunglasses. He drives a Mustang. He's cool. Varus is a bald eunuch, master of whisperers. He's and, a big guy. And, and uh, he's, he's the, he, the head honcho or duo. his little birds tell him everything that happens at court. Yeah, he's the big dude. He's cool. Will you want to kill you to yes and me on this Game of Thrones <laughs> reference? Keep going. Keep going. Okay, Varus is a big guy who we learn has a mutation that makes him extra strong in one line of dialogue. That is never referred yeah, to superhuman again. Superhuman strength. Yeah. He's cool. Um, and the girl, Ina. Yeah, Ina. Who? Ah, I'm Debit. not really sure what her role in the team is. She doesn't seem to do a lot of firefighting. She she, I think rides she drives a, a plane. Yeah, or something? she drives in like a drone plane yeah. thing. It has like like fans on it. It's cool. Oh, she's cool. Remy, who is also there. Who the hell was Remy? Remy's the, the glasses one, who was like the intellectual. Uh... Remy. He was in the movie. <laughs> what was his last name? I don't know. Really cooked names in yeah. this movie. We have people like Ina Ardebit. Yep, Ardebit. Uh, we have... Cray Forsyth. Cray Forsyth. Which, like, that's the most fucking Liam ass <laughs> D&D name I've ever heard. Uh, soon we will have Gallo Thyros. Our hero, ladies and gentlemen. Gallo Thyros. Yep. Unless we forget... Uh, Fuck! <laughs> Your phone is going crazy. Oh god, elbow muscle. Deus Promet. <laughs> the guy whose name is God and person who stole fire from God. Hey, so what's your name? Deus Prometh. Oh, yeah, 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 cool. I'm Dave. Um, <laughs> I'm Mike Sanchez. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. Hi, I'm Gallo Thyros. I'm, I'm a d- ah, Debit. I'm John Smith. John, look. You're not allowed in the team anymore unless look. you change your name. To Varus Ignablaze. Can I do that? No, I'm already Varus. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so they're doing this like elaborate fight, like fire fighting. <laughs> Quote unquote firefight sequence. Because this big office tower is in fire. So, so ev- to even set this up even more, we're 30 years after the Great Blaze. Yep. The whole place is basically like covered in fire hydrants. There's a massive and they're blue. tower. Yeah, not red. Real mm. Shelbyville vibes. Yeah. Uh, there's this massive tower in the middle. It's like on a big stand. And it's like got horizontal office buildings coming out of it. And yeah. it's like and everywhere, the epicenter of the city. Yeah, everywhere is skyscrapers and cool future tech shit. And yet there's still little Italian neighbourhoods that just <laughs> give you pizza that's just so good. Oh, you got to love it. Anyway, um, yeah, so 
then there's this big fire and the team will have a moment where they show off their specialties and, and you're watching it and you're like, oh, this is like the intro fire where they each show their... Um, their unique skills yeah, that so, are going to come into play later so in the So that film. later in the movie when they're doing their thing, we have an idea of what their uh, capabilities all are. Ah. Uh, but, but instead they just like, don't actually really do much for the rest of the movie. So Varys is super strong. Remy is super accurate. I guess. He's um, also there. He's got like a... Gatling gun that shoots ice. Yeah, Ignis is literally just like, do the thing. He's like the coordinator. He's, yeah. he's their leader. Uh, Lucia is all like, here's another piece of technology. I invented it. Hey, have a, have a thing. She's got a fucking fight stick up in her drone. Um, yeah. Um, Ima is like, hey, there's too much smoke. I can't get in. And they're fighting the fire and the fire has, what do they call them? Like burnish sparks or something? Yeah, burnish Like little, little dragons of fire that they have to fight. Mm. They're just like shooting ice bullets to mm -hmm. freeze things. And they get some people out of the building and it's like, oh no, more people on the roof. Here's our hero. Uh, Gallo Thyros. Yeah, he's got a little fire mech and we're going to send him up on the roof via, you know how fire engines have those ladders on the roof? I'm aware of them. That yes. folds out and turns into like a, a launch cannon for his mech. Now see, I always thought it was a cannon when I was a child. So, you know, this isn't too far from reality yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. This is this is highly scientific firefighting. Yeah, don't need to suspend my disbelief to be like, oh, it's a big cannon. It shoot thing. It shoot the firefighter into the building. So he goes on up there and to save the people, and we're introduced to who we are faked out to believe will be the villain of the movie, but is actually the deuteragonist of the <gasps> movie. Ooh. Um, Leo Frostbang. <laughs> What's his fucking name? It's it's Leo Photon. Leo yeah, Photus. Leo Photus. Yeah. L-I-O-F-O-T... I hope it's I-N, yeah. but it could be I-S. I-S, I think. They're all burnished. They're the mad burnished. <gasps> the, the three, three leaders of the terrorist cell who've been on the run for 30 years. 30 years? That's so long. That's so long! That's longer than I've been alive for! Yeah, technically still for me, too. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> uh, and they make, like, mech structures out of their fire, which turns into, like, black metal. Um, d d not really explained yet. It's a pyrokinetic, works. you know. Yeah, but you know they make fire into cool-looking suits, just and motorcycles yeah. and motorcycles, like rad motorcycles. So there's a pretty extended action sequence here where our boy um, Gallo mm -hmm. fights the two yeah, dispatches scrubs. the two motorcyclists. And I think it's the whole time uh, the leader, the unnamed leader, is watching on his fire throne with his. Uh, with his, his head uh, cocked and his being like, head oh. lazily resting on uh, his fist. Being like, go on, make my day. And then uh, he's like, I'll introduce the Far Eastern inspiration for my I firefighting suit. suit. And like, uh, what I thought was a cute moment, like a little fire um, drone projects a uh, like historical PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> and he's like, yes, this mech suit that I am now wearing with the big spear is reminiscent of Far East ancient firefighters that would risk their lives to fight fires. I'm like those guys. I fight fires. So then they have a long, like, mech sword fight. It's very long. Yeah. Look, Studio Trigger are definitely the masters of style over substance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's why I enjoyed so much their recent Star Wars Visions short, in which mm -hmm. a man cuts a Star Destroyer in half in space while riding on an X-Wing going into <laughs> hyperspace. <laughs> They get it. Yeah, they, they get all we want. But, you know, a movie is a lot of it, you know? <laughs> a whole movie of this, it kind of drags out, <laughs> even after the first fight scene. <laughs> Look, and, and you know, this, I think this was a competently told story, but it wasn't... Uh... A competent story. No, no, it was, a, it was competent, oh, okay. but it wasn't, um, it wasn't, you know, there were no real groundbreaking breaks from formula here. Like, mm. you kind of... This was no knives uh, after out. After this initial action sequence, you can kind of pretty easily project everything that's going to happen in the rest of the movie. Mm, mm. Which we did do. Yeah. Pretty it's comfortably. Like, oh, yeah, they're going to team up against the billionaire who's obviously evil because he's a billionaire. Mm. And they're going to put aside their differences because even though they are on opposite sides of fire law, they are ultimately... Uh, <laughs> of both, fire law. Both are looking out for their people. I guess that's technically what it was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Everything uh, in this world is fire-themed, Nick. <laughs> that's why there's fire cops and fire... <laughs> Rescue. Look, we've got fire food. It's really hot. What is it? It's fire. Nick, the, the fascist secret police are called Freeze Force. Look, we'll get to that. Now, in fact, because he defeats him and 
Like, he's, he's got a gun that he shoots people with, and then it puts, like, ice handcuffs on them. Yeah, Gallo shoots them. Yeah, yeah. And he's all like, that's right, I've got fire not on my side. I have ice freezing bullets on my side. I'm amazing. He's like, oh, you've got no mech left. Ah, oh, well, I'm not alone, though, because we're a rescue team, and my team will rescue me. And the rest Hooray! of the team shows up after being all like, oh, no, I thought Look, I won. I do like... The fact that this is a movie where, like, because of the whole firefighting conceit, it's almost an excuse to have a action mech protagonist whose driving motivation in doing those action scenes is saving lives. Mm, it's quite fun. Yeah, like, it, yeah. it works. He's just a rescue guy. He has to put out the fires. Me, I'm a rescue guy. That's what I do. <laughs> so I thought the movie had ended at this point because <laughs> we'd had the full arc of who are these characters? Oh, that's the bad guy? We got him. Good graphics that like with like text pop-ups and backgrounds whenever like a new name or person or organization is introduced. Again, like high stylization here. Mm. Points. I believe they're called the Burning Legion. The Burning Legion? The Burning Legion, yep, that's the team. That's the team name that Gallo Thyros and Ina are Debit. And Illidan Storm Rage. <laughs> they're all on the same. That's a team. fucking burning rescue ass name, right? <laughs> Illidan what, Storm Rage? Doesn't sound far off from this movie, does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he could be Cray Foresight. What's, what's Arthas's surname? Uh, oh, shit. Arthas Lich King? Yeah. 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 That's his name. And then you got Thrall Horde Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anyone from Alliance. Sylvanus you know. Sexual Harassment Lawsuit. <laughs> Too soon, Liam. Too soon. Current. Topical. <laughs> Ooh, big oof. Yeah, Balls so. to the wall is the phrase I live by, Mad Burnish. Says Galos Thyros. Gallo. Gallo Thyros. Yeah, and he's like, my name's Leo Focia. And then like they glare up and down at each other respectively and their names are superimposed behind each other and it's like, oh, Ooh. setting up their ideological differences. Game meets game. Yep, the game does meet the game. Yeah. Anyway, so then like the clearly evil paramilitary freeze force show up and you can tell they're clearly evil because their leader who is the only one we ever really see uh his name is captain vulcan yep uh he's got a big jeep that drives everywhere uh and his teeth are sharp like shark's teeth you know that sharks that drive jeeps never good people unless they're street sharks they don't drive jeeps nick they dig along through the ground because they're environmentally i'm sure some of them drive jeeps yeah they they why drive a jeep and put carbon dioxide into the atmosphere? When you can eat the ground so with eat... your huge shark teeth. The environmental choice? Dig up the infrastructure the and let the plant yeah. seep through. Look, look, Nick, you've radicalised me. The only choice to combat climate change is to build a huge array mm. that will shoot out a beam and turn everyone into half-man, half-shark monstrosities. Is such a thing even possible? Not from a Jedi point of view. Nick, that reminds me, today I was looking at Trojan horse memes, Okay, um, and uh, it was like a diagram of, you've got the city of Troy here, um, uh-huh. Trojan horse here, yep. and then like cut away so you can see Greeks inside it. Oh yeah. Uh, and the um, Paint me Trojan picture. horse was me, like labelled you? me. Oh yeah, 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 okay. City of Tro- Troy labelled uh, a conversation about Star Wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, area with Greek soldiers concealed away yeah. was labelled, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis <laughs> the Wise? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's too... We just... Star should... Wars is anime now. It's on topic. Can we just watch all the Star Wars films while waiting for Stone Ocean? I mean, we're not going to record that many podcasts between now and then. Not with that we attitude. Can, we can certainly watch them. Oh, yeah. Uh, in conclusion, um, my favourite ones were um, The Ninth Jedi. Um, the Elder was pretty good. The Village Bride. Yep. Um, I haven't seen any of The Twins... And the duel. The duel? Yeah, that's the first one. Sort of Akira Kurosawa inspired. Like, I'd say basically like seven out of ten of them, or however many of them there were, were Jedi but Samurai, because obviously there's some cultural resonance there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just Uh, there being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So The duel was one of the better ones of those, I think. Okay, sweet. Noted. I might get on to it. Uh, so Vulcan threatens to arrest uh, Gallo because he engaged with a terrorist in the course of rescue operations. Now this, you would think, 
is an important plot point. It sets up the rivalry between the two organisations. Mm, true. Between Burning Rescue Force... Burning Rescue. ...and Freeze Force. Between Fire Force Fi- and... Between Fire Force and Ice Squad. And Ice Cops. So you've got the people warm, compassionate, fire... Passionate. Uh, creative. And then you've got Ice Cold, Logical... Frozone. I mean, Nick, I know you're doing a bit right now, but you are just describing the dynamic between Leo and Gallo. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. But Leo uses fire too. It's ironic because he uses fire, but he's cold and and mm. and and distant. Yeah, whereas yeah. the fire hating fire rescuer man Gallo is passionate and and, and spicy. Deeply soulful. <laughs> um so big old Captain Vulcan. With big shark teeth is like picking him up by his scalp. Yeah, and I'll arrest you. Because you broke the law. I'm the law, by the way. I am. I'm fire law. Do you know what fire Fire law law Ozai. (laughs) That's my name. That's one for the avatar heads out there. Fire law Ozai. Yeah. Who the hell was Ozai? Was he the king guy? Oh, Nick. He's not the kid. Nick, I haven't even watched this show. Damn. (laughs) At this point... At this point, we while Leo is being transported to fire prison, mm-hmm. um, at this point we got an expositional narration about the Burnish appearing 30 years ago. It's like, yeah, we kind of put that together with the opening sequence. You yeah. don't need to tell us this. So they're walking through a cold... Like, no, um, currently um, Gallo is being awarded a Medal of Honour. Ah. And this is being juxtaposed with Ice Prison. Yeah, so there's Ice Prison, which is like... In the middle of fucking nowhere. And we see that there are just like kids in there that are covered in bandages and have anti-fire sci-fi handcuffs on. Mm -hmm. It's inhumane. It's like, oh, and this is where we start to see, like in the, you know, obviously a pretty pretty predictable turn. Uh, Like, oh, they're not just arresting bad burnish. They're arresting all the burnish. Oh. They're maybe the government are the bad guys in this one. Are are they fascists? And the governor, who is also a billionaire um, and scientist leader, is giving Gallo his medal. And then they're all talking about a pizza afterwards. It's like, I really respect the Gov because he saved my life when I was a kid at the cost of his own arm. Ah, so it is revealed that Gallo was saved as a child. And that's why he wants to be a fire rescue man. Because he he himself was fire rescued. Hmm, and that's his driving motivation, to be a firefighter. Yep. He wants to fight the fire. He's a really deep, (laughs) well-realised character (laughs) who wants to be a firefighter. So... And the whole thing with this, um, Cray Foresight, the governor... Is the whole he's like he's like got his he's got closed anime eyes the whole time, which of mm. course we know signify like hidden intent. Mm. And it's only when he reveals his true villainous nature that he starts to open those eyes. Mm. But for the whole time, you're just like, oh, he seems like a good guy. He's smiling. He's got closed eyes, like a cute little. He's anime so boy. blonde. <laughs> exactly. Wait, are his eyes open there? No, he's just a happy go-getter guy. You know, they're like, you know those happy anime eyes when they're shut and they do the Yeah, the curve? I just described that. Yeah, they're like that. They're like, little happy um, curved anime eyes. That guy from Bleach who looks like a fox. Exactly, that guy, yeah. And so then they're, they're all the pizza eating pizza place. and it's like, oh, we love the pizza. The pizza chef always knows how to keep the oven at just the right temperature. It's he must almost, be really good at his job. Yeah, it's almost like he's got some sort of intuitive link to the flames that he uses in that wood fire furnace back there. Yeah, because no. he's a pizza chef. Yeah. God. And then, like, yeah, they're all they're all expositing about how Cray Foresight is the head best. of the, the Fire Sight Foundation and, mm. and uh, the girl's sister. What's her name? Uh, uh, he- Hel- not Hellas. Helis? Yeah, Harris. Harris. Harris R. Debit. Yep. Hellas she, R. She's the sister of the, one of the Fire Force members. Ina R. Debit. Sorry, one of the Burning Rescue members. Ina R. Debit. Yep. Who, <laughs> uh, yes, and she's a scientist with the Foundation. These fucking names. No, I know, right? <laughs> oh my god, it's incredible. But then the, the Freeze Force show up, and it's like, oh no, the pizza chef was a Burnish. <gasps> and now they're also arresting the, the pizza shop owner, because he was trying to help his... His it's chef. Like, it's, it's like, like some but kind of... Those laws are only against anti-terrorists. Oh, I'll let the courts decide that. You think that they're not terrorists, mate? Maybe you're a terrorist And then like, too. the clientele were like, you mean a burnish made this pizza? Disgusting. Throw the pizza slice on the ground. 
all of us are like... But the compassionate, uh, identifiable burning rescue members are like, but it's not being a burnish that's bad, it's how you use your flame powers that makes a difference. They're just misunderstood and problematic. They're just people, they're just mutate. They're just mutants. You like know. you, Varys, with your super strength. Yeah, this is the last line I have in the movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> it kind of is, I guess. <laughs> Um, and so they're just like, isn't it wrong to treat the burnish like cattle? I don't know if he spoke at all. He might have just been a silent guy. He was just like, hmm. No, I'm pretty sure it was like, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're just like, isn't it wrong to judge a book by its burnish? And the, obviously Captain Vulcan is like, no, it's it's entirely correct to do that. They're burnish. They can't be trusted. They can't be trusted. They're too dangerous to be left alive. <laughs> Great. Thank you. We need to kill all the burnish. Not just the men, but, but the, the women, women and children, children too. too. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> so they arrest the burnished man. All the clientele are like disgusting. You mean a burnished made this pizza? Uh, it I, did. I'll never eat a pizza here again. Well, good, because we're shutting down because the owner and the only person <laughs> other than the owner that works here, the fire guy, just got arrested. The fire guy. <laughs> That's all he does, right? Meanwhile, Leo easily breaks out of prison by... Using his fire powers to overload the anti-fire powers of his handcuffs. Yeah, because his fire powers are too strong and too pure for it. So that's not really explained very well. He's just too like it's he's just too like good. He's, he's too good. He's you know? too good for technology. And then they steal a helicopter and they're never seen again. Well, he also lets loose all oh, the prisoners. And pointedly, he's like, don't kill anyone though. Because we don't we, kill for no we reason. We mad burnish never kill anyone. We only kill for good reasons. <laughs> we only kill for pleasure. <laughs> Sexual pleasure. Hello and welcome to Hellraiser Burnish. <laughs> There's a fine line between fire and pain. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that is the plot of one of the Hellraiser films. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Meanwhile, because they got really angry about the arrest, mm -hmm. Gallo and Ina. Uh, yeah, A-I-N-A. Ina yeah. have Ina. gone to a big lake that he likes to go hang out at. They have a moment where they're staring deeply into each other's eyes, but that's never really touched on again. Ever. Um, yeah, they kind of in immediately oh, look, it's, discard the romantic subplot it's, it's after this. It's implied later that Ina's, yeah, that Ina's been talking to her sister about him, but that's literally the only other Yeah, but like at the it. end of the movie, they never they don't get together or anything. No, well, he's made a new friend. Oh, he's fallen deeply in love with Leo exactly. Hel Helzer Poppin. Exactly. Whatever his fucking name is. <laughs> Leo Fontana? Yeah, Leo Fotis. Leo Fontana. Big lake. I've, I've tunneled down like five metres into this ice before. And it's, and it's ice all the way down. Yep, to the centre of the earth. Well, no, no. And so Ina's all like, wow. I came out here because I thought you might try and attack Vulcan. I thought you knew what this lake was. He's like, nope, just found it one day. Yep. I like it here. It's but then neat. while they're staring deep into each other's eyes... He notices a reflection in the ice of flying burnish powers. <gasps> He's like, I'll go check it out. You call HQ. She, I don't think she called HQ. <laughs> no. They never come. She, she kind of just leaves him out there. Mm. So, uh, Garros, G Gallo. 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 I swear we watched this movie, guys. <laughs> Gallo <laughs> runs on over to a cave where all the burnish have been transported. Yeah. There's like... Two dozen of them. Um, and, and he sees the kids and he's like, oh no, kids. I gotta I'm go not allowed them. within 500 metres of kids. <laughs> so he runs up <laughs> to the cave. An anime character. Runs up to the cave and he's all like, I've got to save those kids. And then he peers inside and who should he see? Like one of the kids turns around and just sees him pointing a gun at them all. <laughs> oh no, kids, better pull my gun out. Well, it's a freeze gun. It's not going to kill them. <laughs> You know, they Is haven't it? done a lot of studies on the long-term effects of flash freezing people. It's probably not good for you. Well, given the nature of uh, the main villain, I don't think they do any research. He's knocked out and tied up. And Leo's like, I told you to memorise my name, Gallo Thymos. I'm Leo Fosha. And we watching at home are like, yeah, memorise his name. We're doing you that courtesy. Yeah, got it memorised. Yeah. Every Kingdom Hearts We memorised like, all what? of your names. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger is just like... Sitting in the, Trigger, the man Trigger. Trigger. John yep. Trigger. John Trigger, the director and screenwriter no, of this uh, let me movie. Let correct that. Cray Trigger. Sorry, Cray Trigger. Sorry, Lythor Trigger <laughs> is sitting in his fucking gallant throne being like, 
Do you remember the names which, which of all Which is made my... of crystallized anime. Yep. And he's just sitting there going, do you remember the names of all my characters? I'll challenge you to name three. And I'm like... Uh, is it uh, go- Gold? Li- little Witch Academia. You have failed this test. Pushes a button and then drills just appear out oh, of yeah, nowhere. Gotta be drills. It's always fucking drills. Can I, can I actually name three trigger characters that are from this movie because they're fresh okay. in my mind? All right, let me just cover your phone. Um, okay, go. Kamina. I'll accept it. Simone. I remember that one because I always thought it should be Simon because that's the normal version of the name. I don't know if Simone is in this Simone. One. Simon. I said not from this movie. Oh, not from this movie. Yeah, yeah but um, it's still and, Simon. And... And... There's a course. really easy one. Um, Everyone loves her. I'm trying to remember the name of someone from that witch show. No one remembers that witch show. Don't remember that one. <laughs> you leave that witch show out of this. <laughs> That's right, we're bringing all the hits back. You leave Kill the Kill out of this. I never watched that. Um, no one did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, fuck. I can't even remember the name of any of the characters from the Trigger Star Wars animes. <laughs> the ones that you watched this week. Literally within, like, 72 hours yeah. of recording this episode. Um, okay, give me a hint, give me a hint. It starts with Y. What does? The, the lady's name from Gurren Lagann. Oh, uh, Yuna. No! <laughs> not Yuna! Isn't it Yoko? Y- Yuriko. Shit, is it Yoko? Uh, it's probably Yoko. I hope it's Yoko. I actually can't remember. <laughs> cool. Fuck. All right, guys. Well, we're really good at watching anime. Close to three characters. <laughs> close to three hundred episodes. <laughs> no, not close to three hundred episodes. Well, I mean, more than halfway. Yeah, over two hundred. Yeah, there we go. See, we're close. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah. Wow, the British eat food too. Yeah, we're yeah, human. We're, we're human, man. You fucking racist <laughs> scum. And this is where he learns compassion for the burnish. Ah, uh, I see. So now Gallows Because he like, watches one of them die. Yeah, so now Gallo is all like, oh. They're human. They're human. And he's like, wait, why are you making This woman up with needs that medical support. I'm giving her mouth to mouth resuscitation. And Gallo's all like, no, let, let me Let help me her. do it. I've got my first aid certificate because I'm a fire rescue guy. And my bike has medical supplies. And, and he's like, no, I'll just put spiritual fire into her. Oh no, she's dead. Yeah, Leo's all like, everyone burns out at some point. Yeah. We all know that. And we hear the, the curse voices. of being the burnish is that... <laughs> the curse of the burnish. Is that the flames will keep you young and re- regenerate you, but eventually you'll crumble into ashes. Mm. Because the more you use the flame, the more you burn. We hear the call of the flame telling us to make it brighter and stronger. Now, it, at first I thought this was like a metaphor where it's like, I feel the yeah, desire. Yeah, like some real like, Lord of Light, Game yeah. of Thrones shit. Later we learn, no, no, literally they hear the voices <laughs> of the fire. <laughs> like, literally. We'll get, we'll get there. Like um, that woman from Vermintide 2. Oh, yeah? Siena Fuegonassus. How do you remember that <laughs> name? Because that's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, are you saying that Gallo Thyros is not a good name? Yeah. Are you saying that Leo Fatio is not a no, good that's name? That's not his name. You forgot Le- it already. Leo Fazi? Fotus? Fo- fa- Fotus? Leo Fotus? Are you saying that's not a good name? Are you saying that Ina R. Debit is not a good name? That name is like quicksand on my brain. It just <laughs> falls through it like quicksand is known to do. Is it because it has the word debit in it? Yeah, I'm all about credit, baby. But Cray Foresight, that is a good name. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. Credit where it's due, that's a good name. Uh, Debit where it's due. (laughs) Great, okay. (laughs) So, he made... We're going to leave as long as the Foundation's after us. Yeah, and Gallo's like, wait, you can't go, you're under arrest. The Foundation? But they would never hurt you. Wrong. The Foundation's killing us all with their experiments. And this is where we, we at home start to think, maybe there's something not on... This is just the plot of Venom. Now, what is the plot of Venom? Okay, the plot of Venom Eddie is Brock. that an evil rich scientist yep. wants to capture alien life forms that have a symbiotic relationship with humans uh-huh. to explore space and escape climate change as in to leave the earth yeah. forever yeah and he does that using symbiotes yeah well he wants to why doesn't he just build a normal rocket yeah, he does that's how he finds the symbiotes what what the fuck anyway it's the same movie okay all right sure there are parasitic alien life form or symbiotic alien life forms in this movie that give you powers yeah big fire powers yeah Fire As opposed power. to big goo powers. Oh my god, firepower. Nick, Nick's eyes lit up and he said the phrase firepower as if he's just arrived at some sort of 
deep conclusion and I have no idea what it could be. Fire plus power equals firepower. Okay. Firepower is like firepower with a gun, Did right? you hit your head? Yes. Firepower. I've been sick for weeks. This is all coming together. Nick's had bronchitis and the muscle. And it's the most painful shit. Oh my god, firepower. That's why they made the movie. That's it. That's, that, no, that's I think, the only Nick, reason. I think the only reason is firefighter. Oh my god, firefighter used firepower to fight fire. Anyway, so Leo's all like... Leo no. goes and speaks... No, I'm he sorry. He speaks hard truths. Yes, and then Gallo goes and speaks to the Gov about it. Cray Foresight. Yeah, and Cray Foresight, the governor, is all like, What did he say? Let me show you my secrets so that you may betray me. So he takes him downstairs. I thought we were deep underground. We were not deep underground. We were just in the big tower. No, this part's deep underground. No, no, no. This is literally... You know how the... No, because later on, the base of the tower is revealed... Where the city is. Yeah. Is revealed to be... Yeah, it's like barely underground. Yeah, but it is underground. I guess it is technically a basement level, yeah. Um, so I, I thought we were like kilometres under the Parnassus Project. The Parnassus Project. Which is like, you know, classic space arc, 10,000 humans go to Alpha Centauri or whatever. Yeah. Now, question. Who or what the is... The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. <laughs> who or what is Parnassus? My Nick, Parnassus is one of the largest uh, islands in... Wait, hang on. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Mount Parnassus is a mountain in central Greece... That tower is above Delphi, north of the Gulf of Corinth. Mm. Is it volcanic? Let's find out. I hope it's volcanic. As a metaphor. As a me- What? Why does Wikipedia have- Nick, I was making fun of people doing this on Twitter, not this very week, but I'm about to read you the excerpts from a Wikipedia article <laughs> as if I have done research. Okay, alright. As a metaphor. The relationship of the mountain to the muses offered an instigation to its more recent mystification with the poetic artistic trend of the 19th century called Parnassism. Hmm. And famously known as the Parnassism cheese. Pa, pa, Parnassism cheese. Pa, pa, (laughs) Parnassism. You see what I'm doing? I I see what you're going for. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it well, but you see what I'm doing. You're trying to stay alive barely, but you know. Okay, in mythology, Mount Parnassus is named after Parnassos, the son of the nymph Cleodora and the man Cleopompus. But who is he? A city of which Parnassos was the leader was flooded by torrential rains. The citizens ran from the flood, following wolves howling up the mountain slope. There, the survivors built another city and called it Lycoria. (gasps) Lythor. Expound on that. Gallo Lyth. That's not his name. Oh fuck, what's his last name? Thymos. Thymos. Yeah. Gallo Thymos. Exactly. That's like Korea. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking names. So in essence, it's like running away from There's your a lot problems. of Greek names in this yeah. one. Yeah. So so the idea is you're running away from your problems. In this case, you're running away from the earth. Which is a problem. Which is a problem. Because as we find out. The magma deep in the Earth's core is going crazy. It's all like, I want to explode into a million pieces. It's me, the Earth's core. Sean Magmary. Yes. So there's 10,000 people and it's like, but that's not enough to save all of us. And then Ina's sister. (laughs) Wow. Ina's sister. Guys, I don't think we should watch movies for this podcast. (laughs) We don't have the stamina. I mean, I'm doing great. I don't know what you're talking about. Ina's sister is one of the scientists. Her, her, her hermit. Her, Hellas. Hellas. Hellas Which Ardent. is probably a Greek name. Like Helios. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God of lightness. Like like weight, maybe. I don't know. But Hellas R. Debit is a scientist working on a warp drive. Yeah. Which is a system. And the to... warp drive is powered by the soul of the pizza chef. Now, when you say it like that, you make it sound like magic. But what we see is a highly technologically advanced, effectively a centrifuge, um, that when it spins, the man inside the centrifuge spins, and all the fire comes out of him, separating the fire from the man. From the meat. Yeah, exactly, like a centrifuge do. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks extremely painful. Yeah, he's having a bad time. Ah, the engine was a success. And then he emotionally... uh, 
Craig Forsythe emotionally manipulates her into making the call to power the spaceship with the engine, even though that was his plan all along. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, you knew I would do that, didn't you? Uh, and he's like, no, we... Uh, Gallo's like, we can't do this. The Burnish are people too. I understand that now. And then he gets fascist arrested. Yeah, so so Craig Forsythe, the governor, is like, ah, well, I can't I let you I always disliked you. Look, I actually never lost my arm. I've got two arms. <gasps> and this arm is betraying you. Take, oh my god. Take him away, boys. So That's uh, how it be. Yeah, he gets shot in the back, frozen. He does not get shot in the back, he gets dragged away. Oh, he gets dragged away, and they chuck him in a cell, and he, now he's locked away in a cell. Never to be seen again. We find out he's locked in that cell for like a week. I have no sense of what time scale this movie <laughs> happens on. It's crazy. Um, meanwhile, uh, Captain Vulcan goes and captures all of the burnish from their burnish settlement so they're currently living near a volcano i think yeah yeah it's like using the natural heat of that to hide their burnish energies the problem is captain vulcan had an ace up his sleeve a horrid old man who betrayed them all they put a a tracker inside his body before they left yep and thus were able to track him and he like puts an ice bomb on on leo so that his fire mech falls apart (laughs) His his fire mech suit body so armor. So he gets injected stuff. with like an absolute zero bullet, it, which is going to quote unquote injected. Yep, he gets shot <laughs> with a bullet. It's going to freeze his whole blood from the outside in. Ah. Uh, but his two friends, uh, who aren't important to the story, really, Mice and Weiss. Sure. Yep. Um, his two cronies make a big fire gun and shoot him away to a volcano with it. So again, he, using the magic of fire. Yep. So they're all captured, but he, but Leo is kept safe. And then after a little while, he gets sufficiently hot and angry and turns into a huge dragon and goes and attacks the city yep. to kill Cray Forsythe. He just uses the the heat of the volcano to get angrier and angrier. Yeah, to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to how he got out of that situation. It was just like, he's in a volcano, he just gets angry, and then he takes the bullet out, and then... But all of the other Burnish have been captured and put in the ship's generator. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, no. That's a lot of Burnish. And uh, it's announced that Gallo was arrested for trying to shoot the governor, uh, and... Which is obviously fake. uh, Aina... Ina, yeah. Goes Ina, to her sister is, and is like, I know he would never do that. And she's like, he did. I saw it. With anyway, my own eyes. I'm going to give you a call and you should come on the Ark ship when you get that call. Definitely listen out for that call. I can guarantee that you'll be safe on the ship. Spoiler alert, she does not receive that call. <laughs> she does. She just doesn't come. Uh, I think. Or is that a lie from... From Gallo. From, no. Not Gallo, Cray. Cray. Cray Foresight. He's just filled with lies. Like Archeo. Archeotery? Yeah. Cray, chairman? Cray Forsyth and Archeo Ottery are the same man. They're pretty similar. Yeah. They both have immense firepower. <laughs> anyway, long story short, uh, the launch starts to happen while the dra- no, the dragon attack happens. Yep. So uh, Leo... In, in the chaos, the city's on fire uh, and Gallo's cell is damaged and he escapes and rejoins the fire team because he's a firefighter by, by nature. So he must fight the fire when he sees it. And the fire rescue team are like, oh my god, you're on fire. He's like, am I? And they put him out. They douse him and like the big dragon and is uh, the big dragon. Yeah, the big angry dragon and, of Leo. Yeah, and Leo is its eye mm-hmm. and Vulcan tries to fight him but is rebuffed. Uh, and he's going to go attack Cray and Cray starts to reveal like mysterious powers in his hand. <gasps> but just before he does anything, he holds it back. Um, Gallo in his fire mech strikes the eye and knocks him out and then somehow they're both captured by Ina in her jet who puts them both in a pod where they have to fight each other. Mm. Leo and... Uh, and Gallo. Gallo, And then yes. she drops them both into the ice lake. To cool off yeah. where, where Gallo and her had a moment before. Yeah, and it's like, you, I mean, I brought you here to cool off because that's where you come to do it. But it's also both literal in this case because fire and ice are water. And so they are ejected from the pod. Yeah. And uh, in order to break their landing, Leo uses fire on the ice, causing it all to melt. Well, I think also he was just kind of on fire the whole time. That's true. There's a lot of fire in this movie and we have skipped over a lot of fight scenes. To be honest, that that whole dragon sequence was pretty cool. It's pretty dope. That that was when I first remarked to you, I think, like, everything in this movie feels like it's about a minute away from turning into a music video. Literally every fight scene, it's got this lady who's like, Sort of like near automata, orchestral, uh, sorry, choiral music. Choiral? Choiral. Choiral. Choiral? Coitus. Hoin. Uh, or like Metal Gear Solid 5, ha, ha. <laughs> like a lot of that is yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to emphasize the epicness like of the poppier. situation. Yeah, with a lot more like ooh in the background. That that was a word. A lot more ooh. ooh. ooh just, a, like. just a little bit of ooh. Ooh, je ne sais. Ooh. ooh. A certain French, I don't know what. Mm, some kind of uh, le français, if you know what I mean. Bibliothèque. Mm, definitely not French. <laughs> okay, and so they're, then they're, like, they're in this ice crater and it's like, there's a lab underneath the ice lake. What? But it was, I dug five metres and, and I nothing found nothing. could survive that. Well, it's more than five metres thick then, isn't it? You and then fucking God idiot. shows up and is like, come into my lab. Okay, when you say God, let's... Okay, it is a hologram or, or some kind of virtual consciousness whose name is Deus Prometh. Yep. So, Deus from Latin, God. Prometh, I assume from Prometheus, fire. Who stole fire from the gods. So... And as a result, was punished to have his, what, like, liver and eyes eaten every day by vultures. Something like that. So this guy literally is like a walking head um, who keeps disappearing and reappearing virtually through like a hologram or something. He doesn't really have limbs. He does have a couple little scrawny little wires that come out. But he takes them underground into his exposition lab. His exposition lab. And he tells them like, Cray killed me when I I shared the Promare research with him. You see, there are Promare, which are aliens from another dimension made of fire, who bond with the Burnish. They live in a star. To give them fire powers. Mm, They bond through nuclear fusion and live through electromagnetism. So he killed me. And he shot me with this gun, and they show a video of him. And that's the first time we see his real human eyes. Frank Craze, that is. Yeah, and we, Uh, Liam and I, are like, (gasps) he's a bad guy? Oh my god, I never saw this coming. He murders people? (laughs) Oh, and key thing is that he hasn't murdered anyone because he wants to keep the Burnish alive because he needs to use their powers to fuel the warp engine. So technically he hasn't murdered anyone. Except for this guy he murdered. Except for this guy. And it's like, he's a murderer? (laughs) Oh my god. I can forgive torturing the Burnish in the name of progress. Subjugating an entire people in the name of escaping the planet and leaving them to die? Oh, I mean, that's fine. But murdering this random old man? Yikes. That's rough. <laughs> and so he's like, you've got to stop him. I've got a perfect ver- a perfect version of the warp engine. Theirs is flawed. Mine won't harm its burnished. Oh. So, yeah, you guys get into the mech, get in the robot, and go fight him. It, it, there's like the three of them there. There's Ina, Gallo, and Leo, and he's like, that's why I'm glad you're here, Gallo and Leo. <laughs> get in the mech. And uh, just no mention of Ina, who's just standing right there. She gets back in, like, her flying ship. I guess I'll drive home then. And it's just like, wait, what about, what? Huh? So, uh, I did like in the big exposition um, sequence with, like, a lot of, like, sort of 80s-style sci-fi graphics spinning around. Like, every time they, they span and showed... Um, Gallo again, he'd just have like huge, a huge sleep bubble. He's mm. like not paying would, attention to the exposition at all. It would pop and be like, wait, what the fuck is he talking <laughs> yeah. about? What? <laughs> I have not been paying attention. I am not a... I'm not a brains yeah. guy. I'm, I'm a, a tactile learner. Yeah. I'm a kinesthetic firefighter. Deus X, just an X, Machina is the name of the r- giant robot he gives them. Because yeah. his name is Deus Prometh. Ah, and so Deus X Machina is the solution to this problem provided by God. And and uh, it's it's kind of um Gurren Lagen. It's kind of kind of um. It's a bit pudgy on the um, on the sides. I'll give it that. Kind of Pacific Rim in that. Uh, it takes two people. Yeah, to um, pilot it. Gallo is the primary pilot, and then the burnish powers of Leo are powering it. Mm. And it's like super fueling every limb of it, so fire goes through all of it. It looks dope. They fly over there, and um, God, what was that really stupid exchange? Um, so. After they fly off, Ina and uh, Prometh are talking. And it's like, I- I'm glad that you both showed that they showed up. What would you have done if they didn't? Ah, uh, humanity probably just would have been doomed. <laughs> and then his lair collapses. <laughs> the- She's like, this guy. And then he says, I am no guy. I'm a computer. <laughs> anyway, bye. So he dies because his lair, for some reason, just collapses. And then later on, there's an exchange between Ina and uh, he- Helos. Hellas, yep. Where, where 
uh, Ida says, also, he killed Professor Prometh. I know because he told me, because the professor told me himself. So, and no one questions that. Yeah, literally, Hellas, her sister, is like, how do you know that he's the murderer? It's like, oh, he told me that he got murdered. What? Wow, he must be evil then. (laughs) No one questions that. Oh my god. Good old Trigger. So, um... The, uh, Gallo is off to fight the fire of fascism. Hooray! Um, so, Hellas? Hellas? Hellas. Yep. Yep. She's been told by Cray to turn on the warp drive. Yep. It starts torturing all of the, uh, the burnish. Who have been put in these little cells. They start glowing pink as the centrifuge activates. big space rift starts opening up and the ship slowly ascends to it. But then the deus ex machina shows up uh, and... Cray is like, oh no, it's the Deus Ex Machina. That's the perfect, like, mech. Attack it with all weapons, including regular munitions. (gasps) But that could kill people. That could create fires. (laughs) That's the exact opposite thing that we're going for. And he's like, oh, don't worry. I'm well aware of what I need to do. And a weird throne emerges from the floor. Hang on, well, first, there's a bit of an exchange uh, in the in the cockpit of the mech. Oh, yeah? Where it's like, uh, Leo's like, Gallo, get it together. I can't, this, this mech is just too lame. Okay, I'll use my fire powers to spruce it up a bit then. So he turns it from Big Hero 6 into Wicked Sick Firefighting. Yeah, into a Gundam. Yeah, into a Gundam, basically. It looks very similar to the mad burning suits at the start. Yeah, it's like that black armour. And then, like, one side of its face is pink and the other is blue, like, symbolising the two halves of the pilots. Ah, the yin and yang of Gallo and Leo. Oil and water as one, they say. Absolute firefighter, Leo de Gallon. And that's the name of the ship, Mech. (laughs) (laughs) We're falling apart at the seams, Nick. (laughs) Look, the movie was crazy. It was insanity. I renamed it because Deus Ex Machina doesn't have enough impact. The fact that he thinks Deus Ex Machina doesn't have enough impact says a lot about yeah. Trigger. Yeah. Then being like, Deus Ex Machina is cool, but what about Leon de Gallos? Le- Leo, Leo de Gallon. Le- Leon, Gallo de Leon. Gallo no, no, de Leon. No, hang on. Leon de Gallo. First, or, or Le- Leon. Leo de Gallon. Because now he's like, you should praise my modesty for not calling it Gallo de Leon. Ah, so it's Leo de Gallon. And then later they do that. Yeah. I didn't know it was completed, says Cray. Anyway, then uh, he transfers control of the ship to the secondary bridge and the first bridge turns into a terraforming mech. So this mech... Um, I genuinely liked the way that all of this mech's weapons were repurposed terraforming tools. Mm. Like, it gives me the same vibes as how in Earth Defense Force 5, the big bipedal punch robot you get in that is a heavy construction crane that they've repurposed. Yeah, clearly a mech, but it's a crane. Yeah. Or how um, the satellites start getting more and more militarised, but initially it's just like, oh, this could get used for a laser, we guess. (laughs) Uh, Hellas has her face turn where she overloads the engine by giving it too much power so the core explodes and it can't be used anymore. (gasps) That bitch! How dare she! That's good. Oh, okay, (laughs) So Hellas is a good person and uh, we just get a big, big fight scene between uh, Leo and Gallo. Yeah, they get smashed into the interior of the ship, which is like a city itself. Mm-hmm. Versus Cray Foresight. Or as um, Gallo dubs his mech, the Crazer X. <laughs> Crazer X. <laughs> so the Crazer X has a... It's, it's like got a-, a cannon that turns mountains into farmland and also... Skyscrapers. Yep. Uh, it's got a big bore, I think it is, to, to bore into the crust of the earth or something. Yeah, for irrigation purposes. Yep. Um, and uh, the I think the other one was like a big laser beam. Why don't you just use all this science to bring the magma under control? They quite reasonably ask him. Yeah, because... I can't. So, so the whole reason why he wants to leave the earth is because... The magma is going to erupt it's, everywhere. It's all being stimulated by all the burnish and the promares. It's going to mm. erupt in six months and kill everyone. Yeah. So, the, so the promare, who are the sentient life forms that are the fire, yep. who have voices that the, the burnish can hear. Yep. The promare are fueling the magma to explode, yeah. basically, inside the Earth's core. Because that's their drive to burn. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, well, we've got to leave. 
we we can't we can't. We've fix got this. all this marvelous space technology, but we can't fix it. Yeah, because if we were to bring it under control, it would require too much tech. Yeah, you, real um Elon Musk vibes. Very Elon. It's like oh, so you're saying we're fucked on Earth? I'm out. It's like oh, you've got limitless resources that you could use to solve basically all of the problems causing cli- or contributing to climate change. Yeah, but I want to go to Mars. Like we should leave the Earth and be a multi-planet species rather than all die on both planets. Yeah, after um after they solve the Earth core problem at the end of the movie uh, Cray goes onto Twitter and calls them pedophiles <laughs> just like what Elon Musk did with that guy who saved the children in the cave Cray foresight with a fiend <laughs> anytime he tweets anything the stock market fluctuates <laughs> and he ruins his own plans um, but yeah throughout this fight they keep being like you've got this huge like ice cannon why don't you use that to to cool down the magma I don't want to I want to go to space. We don't have the technology. It's like, you clearly do. <laughs> yeah. And like, rather than spending all this time on building the spaceship, why didn't you spend all this time developing better Earth-saving technology? I can't do that. <laughs> but you didn't have the space engine until just now anyway. Yeah, because we were working on it. <laughs> so Gallo is getting very angry at him. Cray Forsythe is getting angrier. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, why are you so annoying? You just won't go away. But then they win. Yeah, well, <laughs> win is a strong term. They get fro- they basically freeze each other. Yeah. So Gallo and Leo freeze Cray by using fire yep. in order to freeze. overload something or something. I don't know. Shoot like little purple things. Oh, into- f- um, he does make him a nice uh, toy spear out of fire yeah. to, to get himself hyped up. Yeah. Um, and then they shoot purple things into the crazy. They do some. X. They do some fucking fire shit. Yeah, and then uh, Crazy X just freezes them. So they're both frozen in their mechs, frozen forever in time. Oh, mm. maybe one day they'll thaw out, and the movie will continue. Right now, <laughs> so they get out of their mechs. Cray Foresight is like, okay, now it's time to fist fight, just like at the end of Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid, Solid 4, Four: Sons, Sons of, of the Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> we got, like, three things we talk about <laughs> on this podcast. And all of them are important. Yeah. <laughs> so they hop out, and Cray Foresight is like, yo, don't you get it? I've already won. I'm taking Leo, and I'm piecing out of here. Yeah, I'm going to use Leo, the strongest of the Burnish, as the new core of the reactor. Don't you get it? I'm Burnish. I am. And then he, like, shoots a big... Like, he's his formerly lost arm is, like, big mutant fire arm, and his hair's all fire. And... Gallo's like, wait, but you're a burnish? But does that mean when you saved me as a child? Yes, I started the fire with my burnish spasms. It just helped with my rep that you happened to be there running out of the burning building. I encouraged you to become a A firefighter because it has the highest mortality rate. And thus you would die and my secret would be long forgotten. But you just kept being a really good firefighter. God damn it, why can't you die? And then he tries to burn him to death, but um, Gallo's still got a little moat of flame from Leo that's protecting him. <gasps> and then he punches the guy out, and yeah, that was actually pretty easy. Yeah, and he's like, don't you get it? Leo's flame protected me, and it'll protect everyone. Yeah, and then Le- they go save Leo from the generator, and he's like, no, get back in the generator with me, because with our two philosophies combined, we can save the Earth. So the idea is while Leo was in the generator, he heard the Promaid. Promare. Promare. He heard the Promare and they were like, we just need to burn. And he was like, yes, I've got a great idea, right? Why don't we just burn everything? Everything. And it's like, oh, so like everything is like, yeah, yeah. So like the entire planet needs to burn. It's like, they we can't do that. They synthesize their two philosophies. <laughs> they, um... So, using... They, the, the drive that Leo has to burn everything yeah. and the drive that Gallo has to protect everyone from fire means mm-hmm. that everyone gets covered in perfectly harmless blue-green fire. Except the building's infrastructure yeah, yeah. and anything that isn't a person. So it's it's like it's millions the same... of people die in, in collapsing infrastructure. <laughs> so it's the same idea as what happened when he punched him out. He's like using Leo's fire, but he's like protected from fire. Yeah. This is like they're using Leo's fire to set everything on fire, but no one's harmed. And I guess that like burns out the extra magma or something. Yeah. Well, it, it appeases them. Yeah. Right? The, the rift closes, the promare go away, and there are no more now, we, burnish. Now, I have to emphasize, when I say everything, 
I don't just mean the Earth. Oh yeah, that's right. It literally... They reach out to the sun and then all the other planets. And they also all burn. And then the rift shuts and the last scene of the movie is... In the collapsed city. Is Gallo and Leo and Cray Forsythe being like, yep, we did it. We, we sure won. set fire to everything. And Cray Forsythe was like, well, that's just unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, we could have used my machine, you pedophiles. We could have escaped the earth. Um, all of the fire rescue team are there being like, we did it. Nothing. Oh yeah, they had like a fight with Vulcan that didn't really go anywhere. No, Vulcan and turned out to be like a two foot tall baby. Yeah. But it, it, yep. Yep. Um, and Leo and Gallo are standing at the edge of, of the ship being like, we did it, partner. And then they fist bump and that's the movie. That's literally the end of the film. What'd you think about this one, Nick? I give it a seven out of 10. Um, my highlight <laughs> would probably have to be the twist where we found out the Promare are just literally alive. So when they were like, I hear the flames. I actually really liked the graphics in that whole exposition sequence. And the, the, the like, swoopy, yeah, like, like animation. graphical, you know, like, 80s things, 80s sci-fi and such had a lot of, like, grids. Mm, mm, a lot of triangles yeah, and a lot, yeah. of, a lot of hexes and squares. Mm. Yeah. I do like tessellation. It pleases me. My highlight? Mm. Mm, interesting. I mean, you have to understand that the whole movie's good. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's pretty good. But it's not a good For movie. an anime. Boom. Boom, that's right. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> Jojo's the only one worth watching. Literally any time you're like, anime, it always comes back to, yeah, but anime. But it's not Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Exactly. Um, or Revolutionary Girl Lieutenant, which yeah. I will also stump as pretty good. Yeah, I mean, both of them have... So, here's the thing. Here's the thing about anime. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure is so ridiculous that it just, like, loops in on itself. To be genius. But Utena's actually good. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's actually just genuinely fucking amazing. I would say this. Like, I, I don't think I would personally watch a um, full series of this. God, no. But I Please think that no. if it were in that format, I'd get more out of these action sequences. Mm. But just having more... Like, they're all very stylized and very well executed. But just, like, having... You kind of get fatigue from them. Yeah having so many of them in, in the short span of time. If it was like a four-part miniseries, yeah. you'd be like, oh my god, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But having them one after the other, you're like, there's no breaks. It just is non-stop. Mm. Uh, well, like, it comes back to what we've talked about, like, like since the very early days of this podcast, like, a super well-executed and animated fight scene that lasts for a long time, like... Can like can be a visual spectacular, but can also just get kind of dull if it just keeps going and going. You mm. know, if if there doesn't seem to be any tangible stakes behind the mm. the glitz and glamour. And it's um, like the philosophies on show here weren't like your yeah, philosophy. It was, it was like, like oh. fire <laughs> and and not fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, but hey, um, you know, if you like it, that's good for you. It's good shit. The animation is insane. Yeah, credit where it's uh, My highlight, mm -hmm. <laughs> as I was saying, mm -hmm. was. I liked that dragon sequence. The dragon sequence. Where he's, he's attacking the city and he's like, Cray Foresight! The names in this movie... Actually, yeah, my highlight is the name Cray Foresight. That one's <laughs> going to stick with me. Fucking Cray Foresight. It's like... It's just insane. Like our Patreon that I forgot to shout out at the start of the episode. Lowlights. Lowlights. <laughs> hmm. I want to say my lowlight is the entire middle of the film. Like, after the first third, and then you get to the twist with the... Um, Promare. Promare. The whole, like, gradual unravelling of, like, the, the evil conspiracy. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's just, like, it's, it's so... Yeah, up until the whole thing with the Promare being alive, it's like, yeah, we're not really winning any points for origi originality No, here. it like, was just like, okay... Oh, yeah, the, the secret foundation is evil, of course. Yeah, and that that's kind of... The X-Men uh, or the oppressed men already. I get the excuse for plot. Yeah. Yep, that's fine. I'm all good with that. I also but really liked the bit where Eddie got in the um, lobster tank in the restaurant. Eddie. Oh, sorry, I was talking about Venom again. <laughs> I get them confused because they're the same movie. The symbiotes are the fire. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The fire is the black goop. Oh, I get it now because fire produces light. And goop is fire. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Have you ever played Dark Souls? Goop is fire. Goop is fire. It's that which powers <laughs> humanity. Uh, and it gets us to the stars. Like the Promare. Like in Bloodborne. Yes. Yes. 
Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, my low light is... I, th- I think probably I'll count my low light as that extended rant I went on during my highlight about action scene fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Just a strong amount of action scene. All well done. Impeccable. Amazing. Very a lot of them. Yeah. Well, Nick, what's going to happen next time on Promare? The Earth has been destroyed by fire. We're not going to do this. Well, it's basically leading into Dr. Stone, where everyone gets turned into stone and then have to rebuild society. Oh, and then they'll, after that, they'll do a water movie and a, yes. an air movie. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Um, well, this is JoJo's world. We, we tried with Promare. What are we going to do next? Might do a Cowboy Bebop movie. Might make, might make Nick watch some Star Wars Visions. Oh, hell It'll yeah. finally be a Star Wars podcast. Fuck yeah, I'd watch some Star Wars Visions. Absolutely. Uh, but I don't know when that will be. Hmm. We're loosey-goosey right now. Yeah, taking it day by day. Tasty basty. Tasty basty, baby. Hell and until yeah. next time, tasty basty. <laughs> <laughs>